what's up you guys it's your girl queen intimacy and today is november 15th it is 2023 it is also wednesday hello my darlings so there's a couple of things i want to address so i definitely want to talk about um self-sabotaging self-sabotaging and i also want to talk about conditioning how how we are conditioned and i noticed this believe it or not this morning i noticed that um where a lot of my conditioning come from you know you know what, what i love about noticing something noticing you know where i pick certain behaviors up it's almost as if um i've i've entered into this place where i've either i i confront it i face it because i'm still dealing with it dreaming about it you know still working out even even if the situation is like way over so it's like outdated thoughts but sometimes I, the thoughts aren't so outdated because we utilize those thoughts those experiences to help us heal to help us find understanding and then to help us learn new ways that we can move forward if we're interested in growth if we're interested in growing and um i know a lot this summer i did a lot of talking about friendships i did a lot of talk about connections and um what i what i want to talk about moving forward um closing this year out is a lot of behaviors um the self-sabotaging behavior and the conditioning behavior um how the toxic behavior is created mostly um a lot of a lot of them come from our experiences and it don't have to be experiences that we have with others as far as like you know one-on-one it could be watching someone else go through something and not wanting it for yourself but you don't really know what you need to do to not become that so you actually become conditioned in doing that you come conditioned from seeing the results of that by looking at someone else. And sometimes we don't even notice. So, you know, subconsciously, we're not even there. We don't even really notice all the time that some of our behavior can come from family members, can come from our parents. We don't really realize it until we really start to open up ourselves and we really start to, you know, get this better view because we want to become a better individual. We want people that's going to come in our lives and, you know, assist us on our journey, stick around, love on us. Of course, I mean, who doesn't want that? You know, a, a lot all of us want that mostly there's not that many people who who are like i don't want to be loved on no you you want to be loved on you might be okay with no one loving on you but you and god but a lot of times for a lot of us we absolutely want to be loved on you know and so with that and they see these conditioning and self-sabotage and go hand in hand to me um 
that's just me though it don't have to be you um i'm not here for everyone to agree i say that all the time i'm i'm sometimes i don't even agree with me and i say that all the time you know sometimes you know this is just me processing and working it out and, and sometimes this is what it takes it takes hearing yourself say something you know this is why this has been a um great tool for me you know this isn't just my journal this is also an opportunity for me to brainstorm for me to you know work my thoughts out and you get to hear me process those things and I love being that vulnerable and brave with you having the courage to say I know I'm not always right um having the courage to uh you know come back and correct what I said last week you know I did that a lot when I was talking about friendships and connections um you know, over the summer this year, um, when I was addressing a lot of those uh, topics, I definitely had to go back and check myself a couple of times and rework some things out of my mind because I was learning and I was growing and I was coming to different understandings and different perspectives. And now I'm in this place and I'm still doing that. So I'm still doing that. So, um, dream that reminded me of something that I was going through um but not necessarily me um for um (laughs) for reasons known um for reasons unknown to you um I'm not gonna really say any names but um I'm not gonna really say positions that this situation was in my life in but I definitely want to make it very very clear that this was a situation that I was actually uh watching um in my life and I did not realize that I had became just like what I was trying to prevent from happening to me that I had became that person to keep it from happening to me and um we do become what we what we hate eventually if we don't watch it you know we stick around people we have you know we stick around people and we 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 figure out there's there's like two negatives in the room we have the um the victim mindset and then we have the um you know the the suspect you know the person doing the dirt and out of both of those if you grow up around 90 percent of the time you're spending around you got one victim and then you got one person who's causing the pain um when you spend a lot of time with these people while you're developing before you know it between the two of those because these are your examples of life for a second before you know it you have become one or the other you either become the victim or you become the person causing the pain and in a lot of cases you can also be both you can be the victim and the person causing the pain so what this was reflecting on that for me personally what this was was I was literally both I was the victim and I was the person causing the pain um the same thing that I did not want to happen to me it it didn't happen to me but I was what was happening but I also was the victim as well too I saw benefits uh, in both, but I can't tell you that, you know, consciously I made a choice like, oh, I'm going to be a victim and the person causes the pain. Like I, I didn't consciously make that. I was shaped that way. Um, 
from my experience, from, you know, my examples um, of how people work things out or handle problems or, you know, so I became this argumentative, combative person. Um, And I definitely had to fix that. I'm not as uh, combative or argumentative today. Today, I consider myself a person who just enjoys a good debate. (laughs) And um, I accept the other person's perspective. And um, I'm okay with their perspective being different from mine. Um, I love to hear other people's perspectives because new perspectives teaches me new ways to think about a situation. So I'm very open-minded when it comes to other people's perspectives. However, there are some perspectives that I just won't go to. (laughs) Some perspectives, I just be like, that's you, that's cool. I get it, but that's not me. And, you know, you, it's easy to move on. But a long time ago, that's not how I felt. Remember when I was talking about rejection and how I was struggling dealing with that and how um, being rejected once made me feel like someone was saying that they did not like me as a whole. Um, I struggled with that for a very long time. I mean, for a very long time. I think it was just maybe five or six years ago where uh, when I was uh, in therapy, I literally literally learned um read like I real I literally mean like about five years ago like literally I realized that rejection has nothing to do with me being rejected as a whole someone might just be rejecting what I like or rejecting my perspective rejecting um you know what speaks to me it doesn't speak to them they might be rejected that doesn't mean it's me as a whole it means whatever that moment consists of that's where the rejection is so I've learned now how to look at rejection and um I'm okay with it to a certain degree because rejection still stings. I mean, no one wants to be rejected at all. No one wants to be rejected and no one wants to make someone feel rejected whatsoever. Um, I mean, there are some people out there who just really don't care how you feel about anything, you know, but then there are other people out there who really genuinely really don't, don't mean to make you feel rejected. It just, whatever y'all are dealing with in that moment or whatever is happening in that moment, it just isn't for them and they're just not okay with it. And and that's okay. That's okay. So, um, back into my mindset of, um, you know, being a victim and being the person that causes the pain, it was my defense mechanism, um, that was very, very toxic. Oh my God. When I just think about, you know, um, back in marriage, when I was married in my early twenties, um, that communication and that place, that was such a low vibration communication. And it was just, it was definitely about yelling all the time and stuff. Now don't get me wrong. A lot of people can mistake in my tone because I speak loud when I'm passionate about something and I'm very passionate about every thought that I have, you know? Um, so sometimes it can come off maybe a little tough. Um, I definitely don't mean to, you know, my heart is really in the right place and I work very hard on my intentions because some people's intentions don't show at all, you know? 
Um, so, you know, kudos to those of us who are really out here with our intentions just all out, like all naked <laughs> without worrying about being rejected or without rejection taking, a, you know, an extreme toll on us to where we're just like, forget life, you know, because we get like that sometimes too. So I've gotten to this place though, where, um, or let me just go back. So back when I was in the in those low vibrational places where I really wasn't getting what I wanted but I was but I wasn't um I wanted a better life I wanted more out of life I didn't know what I wanted um I didn't know who I was you know like it's crazy to look back at that time and those moments and everything that I was doing and realize that I didn't even know me you know I really did not know me I didn't know what I wanted you know I didn't know if I wanted to be married or not married I didn't know if um I wanted to be with a man or a woman I didn't know if I wanted to live in the state that I was living in it was so many things about me I didn't know um I didn't know if I wanted to lose weight or gain it I mean I was everything was all the above um because I had an issue with choosing as well too because I didn't trust me and I knew that when I was making choices they weren't always good choices but you know I was I was coarse because when you don't know yourself what do you do you do what everyone else is doing you know what I mean and it's crazy because when you're doing what everyone else is doing or what everyone else wants you to do how many people are flocking to you it's just crazy how many people were taking advantage of the fact that my mindset was so small at that time that I didn't know, I'm going to say it like this, that I knew better and didn't know how to execute better. I knew things didn't make sense. I knew when I didn't understand something. I knew when I needed an answer to something. I knew where to go. Like, I I had all of this intelligence for a long time, but I never really knew how to execute it. I never really knew how to put the work in. I, I couldn't utilize any of the tools because I'm like, well, I know I'm supposed to do better, but I don't know what the better is and that was my struggle my struggle was I knew better but I didn't know what the better was it was like okay so I don't do this but if I don't do this then people aren't gonna like me you know what I mean but I found out that listen honey it don't matter what you do people just aren't gonna like you if that's what they have made up in their minds to do you know some people literally they literally look for things to be wrong with you Instead of figuring out all of the things that is right with you, people look, so when you do one thing, so when you do one thing, they can say, I knew that's why I was, I knew that's why I felt like, I knew that, see, with me, it's going to take me a couple of times to, like, I, 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 yes, yeah, I need a couple of times to run it because I don't, I don't always know. I don't know whether you're going to do right or wrong by me. I'm, I'm putting my best foot forward by having the best of thoughts and I'm thinking that you're going to do, you know, you know, right by me, that we're, we're, this situation is going to help me. It's going to grow me. You know, I'm going to learn a lesson. I'm going to learn something new. And that's the thing. I always had the desire to be a better individual. That's always lived in me. I always had that, but I never had an example of how to execute being a better individual. 
I had all these people around me telling me, you got to do better. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I'm like, well, where's the example at? Because y'all ain't doing no better than what you're telling me to do. So where's the example of that? See, you can't, (laughs) you can't teach people from talking to them to death. And I stand so, so firm on this. This is my number one belief. I didn't start learning how to do better until I started getting around people who executed the better. So that's when the conditioning would stop, the self-sabotaging would stop. That's when I realized it is so beneficial to be around people who are so better than you because you can look at what they're doing, like just their everyday, their day-to-day, their day-to-day, like for an example um, over the summer I had met an individual who had a major impact on me but this individual's movements reminded me of I I can't say it reminded me because it didn't remind me of anything this individual movements just made me feel so close to God that it it reminded me that that's who I need to be building a relationship with right now. That's who I need to be focused on right now. I don't need to be focused on this relationship, that relationship, this relationship, that relationship. This individual, it was just the way the individual carried themselves. It was the interests of the individual. It was the... um, man it was it was it was it was so much depth to this person it was very 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 profound it was very righteous it was very godly and I I didn't I didn't have them around long um you know and and there's no there's no bad blood it was because something went wrong or anything like that it's literally you know everybody has a life everybody has things going on in their life some people need to take time away from things and away from people in order to get themselves together so for the both of us I think we were just in in that place where we both just needed to get ourselves together um and we couldn't we needed to separate to do that um but there's still there's still, still so much love in my heart for this individual and that's because when they came into my life they came into my life and the when someone comes into your life it makes you feel like you're having a connection with God by dealing with them that's what I experienced I experienced this amazing connection that just felt like it was just so much God in it and I all I could do was absorb, okay, absorb, and I learned a lot from this individual, but I also learned a lot from me, and I learned how much I was self-sabotaging, because I learned that even in the, even in the midst of me, you know, going over, um, the friendships and all the ships that were sinking, um, I realized that a lot of cases, those were, that was me self-sabotaging because of what I was conditioned to believe about people when they did certain things. So it looked like it was going to be, okay, listen, 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 if you see smoke up in the air, right, (laughs) 
if you see smoke in the air, right? And you used to seeing smoke in the air because you and and no, and every time you see smoke in the air, it's a fire. So every time you went towards the smoke, it was a fire. So when you just now when you see it from afar, you like, oh my god, that's a fire. But it it, it actually could just be somebody lighting a chimney. It's not fire. <laughs> it could be someone cooking out. It's not fire, just smoke. But because every time when you went towards the smoke, you saw fire. So you would just assume that it was going to always be fire there. This is how we end up conditioned. Just to, just because of the way something looked. So no matter what, there's still a... It's almost like the boy cried woof, you know, sort of. Because it's like the one time that I don't... Or the one time that I do was something different. After this whole time, it's been that. Here it is, something different. So life plays with us like that. You know, our minds play with us like that. Every individual isn't the same. Even if they're doing something that's familiar to you, that you consider to be toxic, it isn't the same. You know, I was with someone, I, I love using this as an example as well too, because this is this was this was the moment that I knew I was maturing as well. I was with someone um, some years ago, some years ago. I, I, I talk about them all the time. Um, I was with this person and I only spent a year with them. And, but they were, the relationship that I had, I, it's a, just definitely something I could never forget. Um, I couldn't forget them if I wanted to. Um, but... I was with this person and I remember having a rule of what time you come in the house. I was dating someone. I remember having a rule of what time to come in the house because I was just like, hey, you, you, you outside past such and such times. It means you're cheating. It means you're cheating. <laughs> but see, that's conditioning though. That's conditioning. And then sabotaging when if you don't allow it to just unfold on its own. You gotta wait and see sometimes. Sometimes it's not what you think it is. And so I I gave it the benefit of the doubt this time, and the, this time my perspective was changed. So instead of sticking to the you gotta come in at a certain time, I allow them the space to be as free as they like to be. Come and go as they please. You know what really was very oh god I don't even know what the word what, what word I want to use but the one thing that stuck out like a sore thumb obviously is their behavior that's what changed my perspective is because when they were out they were checking on me they were calling and they would come in the house and they would adore me. You know what I mean? Like they would sit up and just watch me sleep. And I thought to myself, you've been out all night long. Why you wanna come in and sit up and watch me sleep? Well, you ain't tired, don't you wanna go to bed? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I would never say it because I didn't want to spoil anything, but they changed my perspective because it was the way that they carried themselves. It was their behavior. And it was like, okay, I like that. 
you're not so busy out and about where you don't make time to check on me at home. Because just like danger can hit you outdoors, danger can also hit me while you're not in the house. So it's important. It's not about checking in. It's about making sure that your loved one is safe because you've left them alone. You don't know if they're sitting at home and just got some bad news. You don't know if they're in danger at home, someone broke in. You have no idea if you're so caught up outside that you never take the time to check on what's going on going on, or what's waiting on you for when you return home. To me, now that's just irresponsible on your part. And it's, it's like, again, it's not about checking in. It's about checking on. You're not checking in with me. We're adults. You're free to do what you want. It's about checking on me. You're away from home. I would expect you to have the same behavior at night that you would have during the day if you went out and had a day party or you went for day drinks. If you check on me during the day, then definitely it makes sense to check on me during the night. What would make it any different? So because of the way that the person's behavior was, I definitely was like, okay, this Okay, we're talking, this is grown. We're doing grown things now. Okay, hello, high five, grown stuff. Woohoo, this is the right one. This is the one, or at least for this moment, this is the one right now. Okay, we're rocking it out. You know, we don't have any complaints right now. Not about this part. This is good. Let's keep it going. I like this. So I renege on my rule. That's no longer a rule. I think it's about the behavior. So you can't do that with everybody. And that's what I learned. I learned that you can't do that with everyone. But the one that you can do it with, it will be very clear. So I was able to come out of that conditioning. That perspective changed. So now we're grown up from that perspective. That perspective has been healed. Everyone isn't cheating just because they're out at 3 a.m. in the morning. I mean, that is kind of late. I mean, don't get me wrong, but everyone isn't doing that. Some people are conversationalists. You got to know your partner. You got to know that person. And they get carried away in conversation and they just end up out that long. (laughs) You know, we get beside ourselves. Time get to moving fast on us. Especially if the conversation is good. Time just get to moving fast and it's just, yeah, yeah. So, but that was that conditioning and the conditioning of the mindset, which causes the body to self-sabotage. So when I had the friend who ended things with me this summer, I literally was like, you know, that's, that's a breakup like that, because I believed that that was going to go for a while. I believed that that. I believe that no matter what was faced, that it was going to be, we were going to be able to overcome it during conversations and not for us to be perfect all the time. You know what I mean? For there to be room for trial and error because we have to get to know each other. But in this case, I wasn't, I didn't receive that. And I'm not old fat. Nobody owes me anything. Learning that definitely has helped keep me from self-sabotaging, killing a lot of these expectations and just letting people be them. And just saying, you know, oh my God, I can't believe they do that. Like, I don't let it bother me to the point to where I'm just like, oh, we can't do this and we can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? 
I just know that either we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna do this or we're not gonna do this like you don't have so many expectations for your friends and I feel like when people are thinking so much into dating or something or like people try to control people a lot and (laughs) that is the self-sabotaging this is the biggest reason why I became submissive why I decided that this is my soft girl frequency I am done with self-sabotaging because I'm trying to control everything and everyone, every outcome and everything that's happening. And I can't, I can't, I can't control that. Nobody owes me anything. So I can't have expectations from people that just makes people incapable. And you're setting yourself up for disappointment every go round when you do it. Every time you put, every time you put up a, a, a person, an expectation on a person, you literally set yourself. You're gonna be disappointed for the rest of your life, for the rest of your life. Now there is a difference between expectations and what comes with the job. Understanding what you sign up for, because the job has duties so it's not necessarily considered an expectation there's a description here of duties like when you go I talk about being the employer and employee some months ago this summer so I'm going to go back to this perspective so when you fill out an application and the jobs the job has the list of benefits and the list of duties they ex- the only expectation is that they expect you to do what you signed up to do this is considered the same way when in friendships when in dating when in making your goals when and no matter what you're doing you understand what it consists of there are duties that will get you there so you are expected to do the duties to get you to the place that you want to be right but expectations are i expect you to address me like this i expect you to respond like this i expect you never to hurt me i expect you never to cause confusion i expect you to be perfect i expect you to never do wrong i expect you to like those are expectations you 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 expect me to not be human and that's not life If you sign up to be my friend, the only thing that I expect you to do is literally, what do you think consists of being a friend? Just communicate. Just communicate how you feel. Be willing to work things out because we're not perfect. Everyone's with this whole, well, they're not for me if they do this. They're not for me if they do that. Uh, You're going to be by your damn self for a long time. 
because everyone isn't going to do every single thing you need them to do in order that, in order for that to be clear that it is for you god is for you he don't he answering all your prayers now let's just be honest And so you turn into an atheist because God didn't answer all your prayers? So you don't do people like that. And if you connect to the God in you, then maybe you can stop separating you and God for once and maybe you can actually do what you're supposed to be doing here. It's the fact that people keep separating and keep saying, I'm not God. Yes, you are. And you definitely should be conducting yourself as such. Because who told you you weren't? How else are you going to be able to connect to something if it's not a part of you? How are you going to keep saying you are a child of God? You are God Jr. You might not be as perfect as God because you were, you were put here in an imperfect world. But it doesn't take away the fact that you are a God. That's the bloodline. Love is the bloodline. We are all related in one way, shape, or form. These are the, this is, some of these mindsets, I feel like, have been made to validate being toxic. Or an excuse. Because it validates your ego. Or... It caters to your pride. You need to check what the truth is and really dig into it. See, if you ain't doing no inner search, no digger deepen, if you ain't spending no time studying for real, this ain't about just the knowing. Oh, I just know. No, 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 no. Back that up with some actual factuals, baby. Okay? Back it up with some actual factuals. Stop thinking that you know everything. And please, darling, last but not least, stop self-sabotaging by thinking your way is the only and best way because let me tell you something, darling, your way has not worked for you yet. If you're still sitting somewhere, feeling some type of way, If you haven't figured out a great way to look at everything, if you haven't figured out how to turn the negative into a positive, if you haven't figured out how to keep on going when you feel like you need to stop, I'm not sure what you you got going on. I honestly don't. I honestly don't. And this is the moment of truth. This is the moment of truth here. Because we're not stroking no egos. We don't hold no punches. We This is all truth. And it's not just mine. It's somebody else out there that can relate to me. I don't know who that is, but it's definitely somebody because th- there's still plays on this podcast 
I haven't never recorded a podcast and there's a podcast and they never had a play on it. So somebody out there is definitely feeling the same way I'm feeling. Even if it's one person out of the whole entire world, even though I know it ain't, it's a couple of people. Even even if though, there's some people that are still vibing with me that still understand where I'm coming from, that still understand where I'm going. There's still people out there. But that doesn't validate whether I'm right or wrong. That just validates someone is listening. So I'm I'm speaking to someone and they're getting it. And even if it's one person, I'm okay with that. Because I always used to teach someone I remember saying this when I first stepped into into to spirituality, when I first got busted wide open. I remember saying this, you only need one to believe in you. That's all it takes. I never knew where that came from. That was from my own perspective. But you only need one real supporter. One. You only need one. That's good enough. purpose is served even if only one person is getting the serving that meal is still being served regardless okay so going back to conditioning and self-sabotaging so I looked at that this morning and I said to myself wow You were really conditioned. You really turned into, and I thought, I I literally, I went back to that, to to those behaviors, those situations, and I, I looked back and I compared them to my own. And I was able to see the same exact situation replay over and over and over and over and over again in my life, except for this time, it was me. So as much as I didn't want it, of course, we know how manifestation works, right? So as much as I didn't want it, I focused so much on not wanting it that I ended up with it because I didn't focus more on what I was going to do differently. See, my outcomes would have been different had I learned what am I going to do differently than that. So if that's what they're doing in order to handle their situation how do I to avoid being either party how do I go about handling the situation instead I just only focused on I'm not doing that so what you focus on is what you bring into your life no for real seriously what you focus on was is what you will bring into your life I focus so much on not doing A, B, C, D, and E or becoming A, B, C, D, and E that I did A, B, C, D, and E and I became A, B, C, D, and E. So I was, I I couldn't even pick between the better negative. Between the two negatives. I couldn't even pick which one was better. 
I was just like, you know, without, without really thinking about it, just moving on in life and moving forward in life. Just my, my only goal was, well, this ain't going to happen to me. So it, it, it didn't happen to me, but I, I became it. It did not happen to me, but I definitely became that. And I'm so thankful and grateful for healing and grateful for sight. And I'm grateful that, you know, God loves me so much. He allowed me to see, you know, where I come from and what I'm turning into. And I think all of these moments that I keep reflecting back on um, where I've been and what I've been through, I think right now in my life, God is just showing me where I've been. Because he's getting ready to show me where I'm headed. I mean, I can see where I'm headed, but he's, you know, it's he he know more than me. You know, he know more than me. <laughs> I got an idea of what I would like it to be, but he was like, you know, it, it's gonna be more than that. You know what I mean? Like he he getting me together. You know what I mean? And I'm having all of these moments, and I'm just I just sit back and I just. I literally just reflect on, you know, how this is why I'm so grateful. This is why I've spent this year really just falling in love with God, building this intimate relationship with him, really spending time with him, journaling and writing and, you know, really, really just working a lot of things out. This is why I made so many sacrifices and I, I gave up so much, you know, by the end of the summer. Well, basically, I really gave up a lot by the beginning of the summer because by the end of the summer, I was back working, you know, um, mid-summer. So my goal was to find a job before my birthday. I, I, I nailed that. I was so happy that I worked for my birthday. I think I was here. I think y'all remember. I don't know. No, I took off the week before. I took off the week of. Uh, I spent some time with me, <laughs> but I literally am so grateful because where would I be if I wasn't made to be me? Where would I be? If I wasn't made to be me, if I wasn't made to have this strength, like sometimes you got to think about how unique you are how amazing you are where would you be if you weren't you could you had endured all of the things that you've endured if you weren't you because do you think anybody else could I don't think anybody else could even though people be like I would trade places with you in a heartbeat but you don't know that for sure that's why you didn't get it I got this assignment for me this was my life this was designed for me Because as light as it may sound to you, because you're on the outside looking in. If you were me, it might not have felt light when you were actually in that situation. If you were me, this is the bad. This is what I've been through was the, was the struggle and the trials and tribulations for me. And they were, they were, they were, you know, challenging and hard for me. 
so that I could develop, so that I could grow, so that I could turn into something amazing and, you know, be of good service, walk in good purpose, be very aware, be very courageous. Like I had to become, I had to, everything was set up for me to do it and I'm going to continue to do it and it's just going to get better and better and better and better and better, obviously. Because that's what I was designed to do. This is who I'm designed to be. So you're going to keep on getting more. You're going to keep on. I'm going to keep on, you know, the situations. And, you know, nothing stops. It's a cycle. Life is a cycle. So at some point, you have to get used to what happens to you. And start changing that perspective to what is happening for me. Listen. If it doesn't work out between you and someone else, ask yourself, what's happening for me? Get excited because what you thought would be is actually being replaced by something better than that. Okay? Even a situation that job didn't work out for you, well, guess what? What you thought was going to be the perfect job, there's something lined up better than that. Everything that you thought was best for you, the replacement of it was always better. The cars, don't worry about it. It's the cars. I got the the patio open, you guys. I needed some fresh air. (laughs) I'm going to go to sleep in a second here as soon as I get done. But... You know, it was it was really on my heart to, to come here, and I was gonna say something else, but I really wanted to really talk about you know self sabotaging and conditioning, and how we how we really condition ourselves to believe certain things, to see certain things a certain way, and because of that, you know, it's 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 still self sabotaging. You know, especially when it doesn't work out for our good, the outcomes isn't what we want. And that's because we're so busy focused on what we don't want that we don't even take time to learn how to get what we do want. And if we would just take time to learn how to get what we do want, then a lot of things would be very clear for us and a lot of our prayers would be answered. But because we literally sit around and we wait on, I don't know what it is that we're waiting on, but because because I, I can't lie and say I never sat and waited either, but... I think we're waiting on change to come knocking at the door or growth to come, you know, knocking at the door or, you know, so it, it or to, to, to call us like, yo, what's up? What you doing? I'm growth. I've been, you know, trying to reach you. Uh, you ain't been answering my calls. It, it doesn't work that way. You have to wake up and make a conscious decision that this is what I'm doing today. Your, your day has to be intentional. Every day has to be, you have to be conscious of everything you're doing. Okay. And that can seem like a lot, but a lot of us is just, we're really just existing. We just here, just hanging out, just here. We just doing the same routines, the same thing every single day. Like you're, you turn into a robot. You got to put something new into the day just to get you out of autopilot. Just to wake you up and make you feel alive. Learn something new about yourself. I don't think people realize how how much of them there is. I don't think 
a lot of you realize how much of you there is. Do you realize how much of you there is? This is why you even got life in the first place. There's a lot of you. There's a lot of you out here in this beautiful big world, in this beautiful big universe. And when you were born, you were you was given this universe. You weren't given a one location. You, you wasn't given, you know, one area. You were given a whole entire galaxy when you were born. Do you realize that? There's so much of you in this world. And you haven't even explored it. But here we are with all these high expectations for everyone else. And you haven't even explored the extent of you. But you're just sitting back waiting on someone to prove or show you something. See, that's the attitude God don't want us to have. There is never a day that doesn't go by where you shouldn't be learning something new and learning something new about you. That's two things that we've just added to your to-do list. Learn something. If you don't take anything else from any of these episodes that I, I, I spend my precious, lovely time with, if you don't take anything else, I hope you take the fact that you are the most important thing that, to yourself that you that that anything else could be. You are the most important thing. You are the top of the list. You were put here for a purpose. You need to f- figure out what it is and, and start preparing yourself to move in that purpose. You're going to be phenomenal no matter what. But you have to believe it. I said it once and I'll say it again. I can't be the only one that believes in you. You have to believe in you too. That it, Me believing in you does nothing for you. Nothing. Now, it may raise my value a little bit. Because <laughs> that's just who I am. But it does nothing for you. If I'm doing it by myself. You gotta see it too. And now I have a new boundary. This I love boundaries. I've fallen so much in love with boundaries. Oh my god. And one of my new boundaries is definitely if you don't know how amazing you are, then you will never know how amazing I am. And we do not have anything in common from there. <laughs> Cause I cannot believe in you by myself. And I doubt that you know how to treat someone. If you can't even see yourself, how are you going to know how to treat someone else if you ain't never looking at you? So, I am, um, my, my, my new boundary is literally that I, you know, connect with people who see themselves and know that they are amazing people. 
and know that they are loved and hello and they don't have to prove anything. They are just loved and hello. Okay? Those are my people. Those are the people that I love talking to. Because, again, we know how to treat, we're going to know how to treat each other when we meet. And this is something that I literally just learned this week by speaking to another friend. And she was like, this is why you gotta, this is why you gotta deal with people who are, (laughs) you know, who are on the same levels. This is why there are levels to it. Because some people be jumping on levels they ain't got no business being on. I think I done jumped on some levels I ain't had no business being on myself. Especially at a certain time in life. But now that I am on certain levels in life, I definitely understand now that I definitely, the type of people that I need in my circle, the type of situations that I need in, I need everything to be in alignment with believing because I believe in me. I need everything to be in alignment with that. And then I need that thing to be in alignment with itself. That you are amazing for me. That you are meant for me. The job is meant for me. That friend is meant for me. This relationship is meant for me. This family member is meant for me. You will only meet me at the level that you have met yourself. If you have not met yourself, you will not meet me. You won't even get me. You won't even understand half of the things that I'm saying. You might understand some of the things I'm saying, but you won't even understand half the things I'm saying. So it makes our conversation pointless. In vain. I'm not even sure if I can plant a seed. Maybe that's all I can do. Maybe that's the bare minimum. Maybe that's all I can do. It's just plant a seed. But anyway, anywho, anyhow, let's let's learn what we are conditioned by. Let's learn how we are self-sabotaging ourselves. You know, let's reverse it. Let's figure out how to be greater and better to others. Have other better situations in our lives. Let's figure out how to take the higher road. Let's no longer focus on what we don't want. Let's focus on what we do want and learn how to get that. And that's my time. Thanks for listening, guys. You know what to do. As always, love yourself first. Love God first so that everything after that is extra. Thanks for listening, guys. I love you. Peace.